0: I'm Solar, you're nervous I'm not sir, I'm rockster, You're novice, I'm honest, I'm Costner I'm Kevin, you're second to a monster Roger, I'm a prosper, you are not sir You're a tosser, a toddler Luke, I'm your father But I ain't in that though What I am is I'm criminal with syllables and pronouns Watch how it goes down Yeah, my whole sound's profound Freestyle with sway, you would think I was a pro now hey. It's pronounced Shia
1: LaBeouf <laughs> I'm flying high and <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm going to
0: say something racist, maybe, for a second. Okay, let me hear it. Maybe, like, if you're Jewish, you're just born with, like, a little bit of freestyle in you. You're right. Like, would I want to listen to a Shia LaBeouf album? Probably not. But do I want to hear a Lil Dicky album? Probably not. But do I want to hear him freestyle? Probably. Yeah. Lil Dicky, Lil Dicky also had some, like, really good freestyle. At he end, that song about environmental, the environment, that was a good song, right?
1: We love the earth. We love our planet. I really liked
0: that when it came out because it was so catchy, but I'll be honest, I haven't I've have not listened to it
1: since. You know what's also great is that Leonardo DiCaprio said that that's the
0: best song he's ever listened to. I think that's because he was a part of it. Like he just has to say that. No,
1: no, no, dude. He said that he said that being serious, it's the best song that's that he's ever heard.
0: Yeah. But maybe. <laughs> Fuck no. And, that, and Greta th- 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 what is her name? Why
1: wasn't Greta Thornburg in that? How well, dare she went, you?
0: <clears throat> she wasn't there yet.
1: How dare you? You still Earth probably inspired in. her. Oh, maybe.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm it, sorry. And
1: th- that gives me more of a reason. To as much
0: to of a meme it. as that girl is, I think she had good intentions. I think she may have, she's probably, it seems to me like she's being directed.
1: Yes, I, I, that's what I was going to say. She's really young and um, it just felt like she was acting when yeah, I saw bit. her speech. I mean,
0: good for her. If, Hey, get people aware. Yeah, you get want to talk aware. about the... I mean, Do we want to talk about I the had on my Snapchat yesterday <laughs> some ad popped up and it says, is Thanksgiving bad for the environment? I saw you. And I put the fuck ahead. out of here on my Snapchat. Not that I yeah. don't care about the environment, but don't, don't mess with Thanksgiving. Well, you want like, us to switch to a Prius? I'll switch to a Prius before I give up Thanksgiving. Well, it's just like... And that's on my mom. I mean, the, the, thing, the thing too also...
1: Why do you have to turn... Why does everything have to become like... An event or something to protest. You know what I mean? Like Oh. Um, we can't just have a couple of things to enjoy. Like, this whole year has been absolute fucking hell. We've been having to listen to Donald Trump's impeachment process that's not going anywhere. They're trying to
0: impeach Donald Trump?
1: Uh, oh, you haven't heard the 100,000 news articles about it?
0: No. Here's a news article for you before we actually get into hip-hop news. Yeah. Did you hear about the Harvard and Yale football game? was delayed in the third quarter after students stormed the field to protest climate change.
1: Yeah, very Harvard and Yale. Yeah, that
0: would have worked if anybody was watching the Harvard-Yale game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And also, those places have now become so far left-wing. Yeah. Like, it's gotten to the point where, I mean, they'll have, like, people. They were were, uh, uh, professors who were, like, being thrown out of their classrooms by students. Yeah.
0: Like it's shit is so wild. It's it just really it's all because of phones. Like, did you see that kid in mm-hmm. high school that called his teacher a boomer? Yeah, and she, she was, was like going, flipping out on him. That you're an idiot. Like, and to she, be fair, yeah. he probably antagonized her before starting to record the video, so he probably deserved what he got.
1: I promise you that I that was kid's a shit in school. An asshole. Every I was day. a shit in
0: school. Yeah, <laughs> that's something I would have done. <laughs> you and a
1: couple other people that I'm not going to say yeah.
0: names. Well, I was in that like math help class because I did bad one year in math. Right. So I said this kid needs guidance. Yep, in math. So they put me in there with this like horrible teacher. She was so mean. But I would have done that. To her. Also, to she be fair, you,
1: we couldn't even get below
0: a C. In our, True. In yeah, our we went school. to a charter school. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: but I was I was a good kid.
0: Yeah, you were. I, I was not until <laughs> my last year, really.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what are we talking about today? Today we're
1: going to be talking about uh, little peep. Rest and in
0: peace, Trippy Red. Yes, rest
1: in peace. Everybody's everything, and a love letter to you, for yeah. Respectively.
0: What you know this week? You got a fact.
1: I don't have one yet. Uh, throw yours up there
0: for me. There is no theory of evolution, just a list of animals Chuck Norris allows to live.
1: Oh my God. Can we put the fucking Chuck Norris facts,
0: bro? I gave it a couple of weeks. I'll let it cool down. Uh, fun fact is. Uh, and it's Con- Buck-, Buck Norris. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's a
1: whoop. Uh, so, Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, turns nine years old. Today.
0: That's crazy. That's one of my favorite vinyls because yeah. of all the art that came with it.
1: Right, right. I. I got that one, and um, you'd like 808s and Heartbreak, yes. too. It also I don't came know, with the CD.
0: I don't know how 808s would sound on, a, on vinyl, because there's bass.
1: You'd have to have a good sound system to plug it into.
0: Yeah, it's got a lot of bass.
1: Yeah, I, and you know, I'm one of those people, I don't really play my vinyl, I just collect Just, just like look at I really it. like, yeah.
0: yeah. I really uh, just like to look at it.
1: I'm a poser, Did you
0: hear Ja Rule is legally off the hook for Fire Festival? Ow, way. Because he's a moron, Moore.
1: he's a moron, and he had nothing to do with the planning. He's an absolute dodo. Yeah. So
0: thank you. So it, shout out to John. It Moore. is kind of crazy that like could they not have picked a better rapper like to co-sign for Bro, that?
1: Who would actually believe that that festival was fucking possible? To everybody who bought tickets, in reality, let's let's talk about Fire Festival for a little bit, Jake. The tickets, general admission tickets, were over two grand.
0: Like it was like it was around two thousand dollars. See. I've, I've watched both documentaries and I've looked yeah, at it both ways. Me like, too. I, me personally, I wouldn't believe that. But that group of people, like the people that could afford doing that, like literally a lot of the stuff in their life is handed to them like that. Like those kind of vacations are not out of the norm.
1: No, it's not that it's not out of the norm. And, and we saw a lot of people that were just like college kids saving up money to go. And I understand that it's not impossible but also, like, this this is a festival that has never been really proven before. It was promoted by some people on Instagram. And then it wasn't talked about up until, like, the week of. Yeah. And then they were being real shady. They're not responding to people's questions. I think... All the signs pointed to
0: a scam. If you had somebody that wasn't Billy McFarland, I think that it was doable if you would have picked an island that had real infrastructure already.
1: Yeah. And also, also, just not pick an island. Just do it... Yeah, just I mean, there's plenty of places in the Caribbean and yeah. the Bahamas
0: you could have done that.
1: Yeah, it, but again, it's just like, there's so much money to put on a festival. Look at Camp Flognon, can you believe that's eight years old?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they do it in the States. Where yeah, they do infrastructure. Exactly,
1: and also somebody who has a lot of media, or not media, like industry connections like Tyler, who could literally get Drake at his festival. You're not, you're yeah. not like, a me- Billy McFarlane doesn't have any in, and Ja Rule's not really over oh, here. Oh, he had
0: his very successful credit card launch. <laughs> that was very also successful a fucking business.
1: fail. Uh, what was that card called? Do you remember? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember, but the card did look kind of cool. <laughs> I'll say that. That was it. They had like a house and all that. You guys need to go see that documentary.
0: Yeah, watch it. them both.
1: Yeah, the, to be fair, the Hulu one, Billy McFarlane didn't really say anything. You know, and the Netflix one looks better.
0: I've never appreciated water more than <laughs> after watching the Fire Festival documentaries.
1: I'm sure everybody
0: knows that yeah. by now. But if you don't, oh. check it out. Check it out. Uh. Yeah. Suck dick for some water. If you've, had, if you've <laughs> ever heard somebody say that, it's because of that documentary. <laughs> um, talking about lugubrious amounts or people with lugubrious amounts of money, uh, Bernie Sanders, a condemner of people with lugubrious amounts of money, walks out
1: <laughs> the 1% to young percent dogs. of the 1%.
0: He walks out to young thugs pick up the phone at a campaign rally. Which very interesting choice. What a g. Choice. What a g. Interesting choice. Where was he? In like a college? Yeah, Probably. Morehouse College. That makes sense.
1: I gotta connect with them somehow. Yeah. Can you play I, that clip real quick?
0: Look, Does I I like Bernie Sanders. I think Center he's a cool guy. Here you go. Can you, can you
1: really
0: hear me? It, When he gets closer, it starts. Oh, okay.
1: No, he was. Did he pick this song? I hope. I hope so too. But something telling me now that he probably did it. But what
0: I guess. What did you expect him to do? Come out there and like do a jig? I need.
1: I need you to put on Travis Scott. If he come out and Quintana Park Two, because yeah. that's really a bop.
0: <laughs> if he would come out with like some some Cactus Jack shoes on, I would I'd have been with it. Look, I like Bernie Sanders. I think he. Has a lot of good ideas. He is
1: also he's one of the only candidates that I see on <clears throat> on camera that's compassionate. You know yeah. when I see him, he looks like a real person.
0: But keep going. I, I, mean, I don't think he'll 12. ever be president. No. But I, he's he seems to be very genuine about what he's talking about.
1: Absolutely, and that and that's and that's the thing like that compassion really comes through. And I was a I I did vote for Bernie in 2016 to be completely transparent. Um, but I think with the election year coming up, with Biden being a dipshit as big as he is, talking about, oh, marijuana still could potentially be dangerous. You fucking boomer. Hey, <laughs> hey, dumbass. Boomer, go sit down. He, he has so many senile moments by the time by the time 2020 elections around there's going to be a, a, a 3 hour compilation of all the things biden did and oh. trump's over here getting hopped up on amphetamines getting ready for a second term honestly yeah. like it, it's going to be a home run for him if the if the democrats keep going the direction they're going in.
0: yeah it's not good no it's
1: not it's not
0: Another uh, album anniversary, Doggy Style. Snoop Dog hit twenty six years. Twenty six years old. I
1: feel like every year there's uh, somebody announcing the anniversary for Doggy Style. That's what an anniversary is. I'm a yeah. dumbass. Um, shout out to Snoop. So <laughs> this is the best thing I've heard
0: yes. all day. Um. So I guess it was on the part of his GQ interview he says quote I like girls I just end up fucking their brother every time
1: aside from the, the, the uh, obviously that's hilarious but could that mean that he's bi then?
0: oh I think he is so he's just bi yeah
1: maybe he's not fully gay I
0: didn't know ASAP Rocky had a sister <laughs> do you <laughs> I'm just kidding it's all speculation.
1: Start that rumor. Yeah.
0: It's all speculation.
1: Hooks lines on hip hop ASAP Rocky, bye.
0: <laughs> Look, it's proven that ASAP can fight, so we don't want him coming up here. That's
1: true. And can you believe he's going? Did you hear that?
0: He's yeah, he's going back to Sweden. For going back to Sweden.
1: That's ballsy shit. Uh, there were only a handful of uh, things I wanted to bring up for news. Only one thing, really. So, Kid Boo, uh, apparently two months ago, Kid Boo was saying that Trippy Red stole I Try from him. And there's actually a music video that he put out for his v- verse, I guess, on I Try that was supposed to be on there. And um, he's bringing it up now, and it's kind of gone back into the news cycle. Here's the problem if Kid Boo put out that song, and he did, it got less than half a million views, which, I mean, 466K is impressive. Yeah. But in two months. And then on top of that, you're Kid Boo. So, really, nobody's going to listen anyways.
0: Anytime I see Kid Boo in, the, in a, with a headline, it's just, it, to me, it's it fuckery. seems like he's just trying to stay in the news.
1: Yeah, it's it's fuckery. And also, I
0: think that dude got plastic surgery. Oh, I mean, he's he, he's very he shady. He had a nose like yeah. Jimmy Neutron's teacher, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then that got thinned out, and he was dating Black China for a while, but...
0: I th- Who hasn't I. dated Black Chyna? I took Black Chyna out on a date last night. What? Yeah.
1: Dude, right after me. That's all. Awesome.
0: I knew it. She's I knew actually- something smelled familiar.
1: <laughs> She's actually back here right now. Say hi, Black China. Hi, hi. I don't actually know how she sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when she got Future's name tatted on her? No. And Future said, Ha, you thought. <laughs> he wasn't having it, pretty much. Future's yeah. an OG for that one. He has eight. First of all, anybody could trap Future because he has eight children. Yeah. And all different baby mamas. So literally anybody could trap Future. Maybe that, we,
0: we've we already made the connotation of if you're Jewish, you make in freestyle. If right. you're from Atlanta, you probably have a lot of kids. That's, Young Thug. Yeah.
1: Young Thug has a lot of kids. He has six I think kids. Young
0: Thug is just trying to be like, Atlanta trap Jesus, and then he's gonna have his fair, twelve fair. disciple children mm-hmm. following him. Maybe. I
1: like that. Yeah. Gucci man, really Gucci doesn't have a lot of kids though.
0: I don't know. Gucci, I'm sure I, he has a bunch that we, he doesn't know about.
1: Right, right.
0: As if, do we all. If there's
1: a bunch of kids with ice cream, like birthmarks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just ice cream birthmarks. Yeah, Gucci got the first ever genetic tattoo. <laughs> it gets passed down. Could you imagine if that was real? That'd be crazy. If like
1: whatever you got tatted.
0: Yeah. Imagine how many girls would Malone's have tramp gonna stamps. i going to have some ugly ass. Jesus. i do not even think about that. <laughs>
1: think about all the... Do you know how many moms I see now that are like in their like late 30s, early 40s, and they just have tramp stamps, and
0: I'm like, what were you like then? What were you like Probably when that tramp fun. stamp wasn't so stretched out? Probably pretty fun. <laughs> you ever seen Girls Gone Wild? Yeah. Probably one of those. Is that the, is that still real, Mom? <laughs> I don't know. Let's look and see if they have Girls Gone Wild. I'm just going to type in Girls Gone Wild 2019, and here it is. Oh, <laughs> still doing Girls Gone Wild.
1: And and I just want to bring up, who is still in love with titties like that anymore? I, see, that's what. That's
0: in this what, age, like you can go to like you just get on Safari or Google if you have don't have an iPhone. <laughs> I mean, I use Google Chrome to be fair, and I have an iPhone.
1: On your iPhone? Yeah. I use Brave browser. Shout out to Brave. Okay.
0: What I don't understand is all the people. Thank you for my dad I'm taping a football game, and he just Take takes me ruining it. Yeah. Oh. Um, you, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Yeah. But. You, damn it now. In this age where you can go to any, any variation of porn website, how are these like? Who? How are people selling videos and nudes like? I think it's just like I see that all the time on Twitter and Instagram buy my nudes no
1: you know the guy you know the guy who and we've talked about this guy before the guy who who is like really longing for 2005 and it's just like man Blink 182 even late 90s man Blink 182 just made the best music and he was the guy who, who used to have to find like porn magazines on the ground you know what I'm talking about no. he's the dude who still buys us, uh, like you know like girls gone wild DVDs. He's like, "That's just what I used to jerk off to, bro. That's all I jerk off to."
0: Okay, I mean, I, I guess I can see that.
1: You know, it's like a retro. Fat.
0: But I would literally, if, if any, <laughs> if we have any followers, you don't have to like tweet us a lot. You can DM fat. us. But if you like buy These videos DMs. on like many vids or what is the OnlyFans? Is that the other big mm-hmm. one? Yep. If you buy, explain to me why. All right, I'll tell you. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not like trying to. You know Look what it down is, on, on sex workers. Like, you know
1: what it is, dude? Also, a lot of those girl stuff gets posted on Reddit. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, just support your favorite content creators.
0: <laughs> I, I guess it's no different than me buying Travis Scott shoes. It's just what I'm into. Hey, and,
1: and you know, if, whenever we get enough listeners to to start a Patreon or something, it's the same concept. You just want to support what you like.
0: Okay, and yes, to be fair... We may explore that, but we're not going to be asking you to buy our nudes. Well... Maybe. We haven't gotten there yet. We, we don't tell the future here on HLH. But there's a good chance we'll I will some, not be trying to sell you brown eye pictures. We'll
1: send some Polaroids of, like, our man, our man tits pressing Shares. at each other or something.
0: I just don't understand it.
1: That's for later. Uh, also here for the last bit of news, TK made some statements on Twitter. So I'm yeah. going to read it for you guys. Okay. I want to apologize to all my fans and supporters for letting my management and label convince me that it wouldn't be a good decision to speak out against the way the media makes me look and complete lies they spread. But I'm going to make sure the truth about my life and my character gets out with or without management or a label. And whoever don't like it, fuck you.
0: You know what this sounds like? Wait, wait, wait.
1: We got a little more. The way the media inaccurately portrays me has affected my life directly. YmW i Melly. So instead of waiting on my team to get to the bright idea to speak up on my behalf, things will be done differently. Team was in quotes. Of course I'm not perfect or nothing, but I'm most definitely not this monster that they try to portray me as. With that being said, I also apologize for the way I presented myself. I was young and
0: inconsiderate. Am young. Maybe was inconsiderate, but you yes. still are young. Mm-hmm. Look, this sounds very synonymous. Do you remember right before um, mm-hmm. Takashi got arrested, he posted that video saying like he's di- he's not with his management. If people are booking six nine shows, it's not six the nine. Breakfast Club interview. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, well, he did a video too. Like literally oh. two days before he got arrested, like you s- he's like walking down the street. Maybe
1: he just saw it coming.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not as tuned into the TK stuff as I was when Takashi's stuff was sure breaking. He for killed
1: that dude. It wasn't a taxi He's,
0: driver. Uh, allegedly, he killed a guy and beat up an old man.
1: Right. It was a, a robbery. Yeah. I guess of a taxi driver. Memory's kind of hazy because I'm with you. I
0: just haven't been following
1: it that closely.
0: But I, I wasn't a big fan of the race. Really? I kind of for with your that rec- tape. Hey.
1: <laughs> I kind of fucked with that tape. And then him and um um NBA YoungBoy, not NBA YoungBoy. Uh, the guy who did the shoot dance. Blockboy JB. (laughs) Blockboy JB. Um, Him and um, TK were on a song together for uh, Adam 22 No Jumpers label that didn't really work out, but there's a music video for that. It's kind of hard. Okay.
0: Let's talk about Lil Peep. Everybody's Everything.
1: Everybody's Everything. So there is a documentary out, or it's not out, or it's going to be out, but it's coming out in November. I guess it's out. It must be out. It's going to be in theaters. Okay. Um, everybody's everything with Lil Peep. Uh, so this is a posthumous release and, uh, it's a bunch of, not leftovers, but just stuff that he hadn't unreleased. To me, it felt about like half
0: and half. There were some tracks on here that, that felt like, okay, I think Peep had a lot to do with the majority of this song. Mm -hmm. And then there were some where, okay, here was this hook that maybe he didn't use and they, the engineers kind of twisted it and put it to use and added features. Before we get too into the album, I want to talk a little bit about, like, what Peep meant to the two of us. So I kind of came in on Peep at the end. Like, yeah. when he died, I was like, damn, there's a lot of people talking about him. And I, I've talked about it on the podcast before. When I, when I heard the name Lil Peep and saw what he looked like, I was like, no, I, we don't need any more of these rappers. Right. So I just kind of tuned him off or tuned him out based off the way he looked. Mm-hmm. Well, I watched his funeral that they live streamed, yeah. and his mom got up there and was talking about how when they would be out places, people would, like, cross the street or avoid walking past him because of the way he looked. She said that the way he looked and the way he dressed growing up in school brought him a lot of anguish. He was bullied for the way he he dressed. And that kind of hit me because of how big of a shit I was in school. I was and it, Hearing his mom talk, to, talk about how people was treated really kind of hit me, like, Damn, I i I was one of those that judged him based off the way he looked. Mm. And that kind of hit me, and my whole outlook on people have changed since his mom saying that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think that's really interesting. I think going to... Uh, I went to a Christian school. My best friend was sort of emo goth when, when we were there. This is back in middle school. But, you know, like, dressed... Had nail polish, would wear eyeliner, would wear, like... Some, even, like, girls' clothing. And he and I were, like, best friends. And me being, I honestly, just me being Arabic has had t- always kind of made me an outcast. And also me not really identifying with Christianity at that time because I didn't fully understand it. Um, I think that was also something that kind of always put me out, like, made me stand out and made people not fuck with me. So I always, like, I, when I see somebody who looks like people. It reminds me of my friend Justin. Okay. And um so it makes me it makes me see like those are ten, those tend to be the kind of people that want their pain to be put outside. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, I like Lil Peeps aesthetic. Uh I will say the music wasn't always up to par to me, just
0: yeah, the music personally. didn't didn't hit me the way that like his image and the way he portrayed himself hit me. Like I feel like right. we talked about it before we started. I think Peep is truly an original. Like everything I think that he was doing was genuine yeah. when he was alive.
1: It's not, and you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to bring him down or anything. But it's not that he was like fully original. I think there, his ideas were were definitely coming from that goth um, sound. Like early to mid two thousands kind of sound that aesthetic even was around that time, but him integrating it into rap and making a scene and making Goth Boy click and trying to do like almost like a label. him and little Tracy, I would say. That was the first, and they were really picking up steam very quickly.
0: Yeah, and they had big bands like I know we say Good Charlotte, like that's not a yeah, big band anymore, but in their time band. they were huge. Yeah. and they there were a lot of bands like that that came out after his death. And they're like, no, we all really enjoyed people. We thought what he Post was doing. Malone yeah,
1: on the on the uh, trailer for his documentary was talking about him, and um, I love. Him I think in.
0: before we started the episode, we were talking. I don't think like. The lane that Juice World has, I don't think would have he, he was elem, he was instrumental in that, I think. If there was no peep, no X, I don't think we'd have the sound of music that we have now.
1: Right. And I will always say that in regards to emotions in hip hop, I think Drake still does take the cake. But I think the aesthetic, the hair, the tattoos, the face tats, definitely little Peep was there in its infancy. Um, not face tats in general, but that SoundCloud rap era, Lil Peep is a part of that, and um, really the only people we have remaining from that, I would say, are Trippy Red and Ski Mask. Yeah. Other than that, there's not yeah, really. Yeah, I mean anybody... Juice World's
0: transcended to this yeah. superstar. I, I'm.
1: We're going to talk about this in in the Trippy Red review more, but in reality, Juice World took X's spot.
0: Yeah. Somebody was
1: trying to say that Trippy's taking extra spot. No. Not even close. Because he's not making All right. Let's we'll not, get to we'll that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's get let's get into the album. I I want to say I think the first track was actually a really good intro. I did enjoy that first track a lot.
0: Um that was I, See, I, I like that it's, it's the simple lyrics that he always mm-hmm. seemed to have. Like Lil Peep has always kind of been repetitive. Um mm-hmm. uh, but there was nothing – I like that he's talking, like, kind of calling out the industry like, oh, you're flexing, but that's not really – he calls out the, the industry for what it is. The song's Everybody's called friend. Liar. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that, but the instrument, instrumental was boring to me. Mm-hmm. It's not one that I'll go back to.
1: Right. The, the main thing about this album is I understand that they want – when you're coming out with an album from an artist that's passed – You have to try and make it sound like something he would have put out. And even if you've worked with somebody closely, you don't really know how to do that 110%.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times the engineers and the producers take the vision that the artist has and helps them expound on that. Right, exactly. And now you have, hey, here's a 30-second hook he recorded. Make Mm -hmm. it sound like he did the whole song. Right, So I get it is hard for the engineers and the producers. They're kind of painted into a corner, and they don't have a lot to do. And I think that's part of the biggest thing that's going to be complained about this album is a lot of the songs sound the same because, like you said, they are trying to make it sound like what he would have done.
1: Exactly. It's like, what if Peep came out with this album today? And also what I heard was some of these songs were for an EP that was supposed to be more summery and a bit more happy. Uh, I can't remember what song in particular was mentioned, but it was supposed to be a part of like a seven-track EP. So then you're also throwing that in, and maybe that kind of fucks up with the vision. And also the fact that this is more so just like supplement for the documentary yeah. also makes sense because it is more like a soundtrack where there's a lot of songs here, and we're just kind of seeing what sticks. You know, it doesn't really feel like
0: yeah an album of Lil Peaks. And to be fair, even... When he was alive, there's only a few songs off of each project that Come I go back to. Come Over When
1: You're Sober Part 1,
0: I go back to. And I,
1: <laughs> I can genuinely say I like at least, like, maybe, let me see. I like Ben's Truck, Save That Shit, Awful Things, um, You Said. I, I like, I, I would say I like all seven songs. I think these are all really strong peep songs. But I didn't really like Come Over When You're
0: Sober Part 2. No, there was like two on that one. The, it um, was
1: really clean. Pull that one up. Yeah. It was, um, it was very, it was very like clean compared to. Yeah. Very over polished. Sober part one. This one I will say is doesn't sound as polished, but it also just, it only hits one note pretty much the entire time. Yeah. And that was my biggest gripe with it. And it's an emotionally draining sort of note.
0: Let me see these. I liked, um, sex with my ex was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Runaway, and I don't give a fuck. Okay. And yeah. then the Fallen Down track with him and X is good. I know a lot of,
1: a lot of X fans like didn't really
0: care for it, and a lot of Peep fans didn't really care it for it. So it was more so the
1: Peep fans, because yeah. I think the X fans were okay with it, but Peep fans were like, listen, this guy has domestic violence charges. He Peep was also bisexual, and X has a, vid, a, uh, a podcast he did with No Jumper yeah. where he's talking about beating up a, a gay person in jail in graphic details dropping yeah and allegedly
0: that person tried to force himself upon him so right we don't need to speculate about that
1: yeah and can we say he was probably exaggerating can we say that because that's
0: what's cool in rap
1: not only that it was just him he was really young he was trying to sound badass he was trying to sound hard um and it just you know it came off insensitive
0: yeah and unfortunately in the era that we live in one thing that you say could alienate you from a whole group just because of one thing you said like you said being young Mm -hmm. trying to portray an image yeah Yeah, and and at that at that point i don't think x is in his head like oh this is gonna fuck up collaborations for me no
1: no he was telling the story yeah uh the the second track aquafina what a horrible track.
0: yeah the rich the kid
1: chemistry between the two of them
0: i don't understand that i don't either i think rich the kid
1: I, i don't know who reached who reached out to who who the hell thought Rich the Kid would be even a a feature? There's no... There, he's never even done anything remotely in this lane. Yeah. The song's boring.
0: I mean, if... There's so many other people, I think, that would have wanted to be a part of... Like, Post Malone, for instance. He's on the documentary. Yeah. Like, could we not have worked in a Post Malone feature on here? Or somebody more in the lane of peep, I right. Guess. right. Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of Rich the Kid in general. But that, that didn't make sense. I also didn't like the... Promotion of of Zan use. Like, I get... Like, obviously, he made this when he was alive, and he was very into the drug scene, obviously.
1: He sounds fucked up on every song still.
0: I will say that. And I get that. Like, obviously, he probably was fucked up. I mean, let's let's be clear. Yeah. But I think that was a little reckless. It was. In my opinion.
1: It also... But it also does make his death kind of hit home it does. more for for fans, which that really actually accomplishes something. So That you could, be could the say lesson. exactly. You could say he's glorifying it, but also you're like, well, this is how he died. And yeah, it's, it's a like, double edged sword. And he really lived what he was talking about too. Like I think. Yeah, but it, you, you don't want somebody to die from from an overdose. But also it was like, that's that's really like that was really his life. Yeah. And and. Um, Sometimes, sometimes your your life like
0: gets you killed. Yeah, and then that song was all right. And then he goes into Ratchets the next song with with Tracy and Diplo, and literally recycles the same vocals that they used in Aquafina. Like I get, obviously you have not as much to pull from because you can't have the artist. Hey, record this little part. Back to back, though. Yeah, putting it back to back was kind of cheap. And then the ratchet bitches Cocaina. Like no. they they kept reusing that same like. It sounds like he maybe had a two line line <laughs> where he said ratchet bitches, ratchet bitches Cocaina. And they were they like just kept yup. loop loop loop. Right.
1: Little Tracy, I I do enjoy Little Tracy's feature on there because I I think they always had good chemistry when they did songs together. Awful things is still I think one of my favorite yeah. peep
0: tracks. Um, then you get into the next three tracks with yeah. this person named Gabe. Yeah. No, not not for it. No, thank you. Uh, he I, talks about wearing Abercrombie at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if that guy's part of Gothboy Click. I want to make sure. But those three tracks that he was on, just I was starting to feel Peep's vocals. Like, okay, this, this sounds like a Peep song. I'm liking it. And then the feature came on, and I was like, this feature, honest to God, ruins the track for me. Like, I won't go back to hear it.
1: No, no, me either. And uh, I... Listen, in general, I would say that this this album's not really for me. Uh, L.A. to London was put in Peep's Essentials. What did you think of that song? Did you I have liked, any notes liked, on that one? Yeah, I
0: did. I liked Peep's vocals a lot on that track. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that Gabe sounds like Adam Levine trying to do the emo sad rap. That's, I, that's what it sounds like to me. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I... my last note because I always try my last note is like my final impression on the song and I really like the track outside of Gabe's vocals
1: okay well that's good then that means that there's something there
0: I I would really have loved it if he wasn't on there
1: that Princess track was very cringe yeah I just I could not get into it it was again at this point it's it's very draining to listen to Mm -hmm. Peep's vocals unfortunately like I I don't want to be mean when I say that um, but when you're, when you, t- when you drag your voice like that, and when you're doing this for 59 minutes, 58 minutes, at some point your brain is like just recognizing that pattern and yeah. it starts to get stale.
0: That was another one that I think like, okay, here engineer, you get six bars, do something with it. And yeah. they only use the six bars. And maybe right. if, if people would have used those six bars on another track, like him using his voice like that maybe. Would have had some power, right? But when you do it, and that's the whole song, you sit there and you're waiting for the song to start, and it ends before yeah. you really get something out of it.
1: Exactly, and it, it was it, that one was only what two minutes, something. yeah. What four minutes?
0: Jeez. No, yeah, four eleven. Yeah, but it's the same. Oh I mean, if you look at the lyrics, it's almost the yeah, same.
1: it's the same lyric, lyric over six parts. and over
0: and over. The next track I think was the one that I liked the most. Moving on, and that seemed to me like the most complete peep song. There weren't a lot of the only time the lyrics were reused were in the hook, mm-hmm. and that's because the hook usually is the same lyric every time.
1: Right, right, which makes sense. My favorite, honestly, was Belgium. Okay, I really enjoyed Belgium. I thought that was um, it was a good concept song, um, just, just very good peep song.
0: And I just like I said before, even when he was alive, his music didn't touch me as much as his movement did. Right. Like, that you can look at, it, like, we kind of talked about it in the last episode with Motown. Like, you can see something from a distance and, and respect, respect it, but not really be in tune with it. And I think that's how I was with Peep after the fact.
1: Yeah, to be fair, I don't think Peep's music was made for us, and that's no. fine. But also, it doesn't, ex- it doesn't exclude the fact that some of the bars are kind of cringe some of the mellow drama is a little bit much. It can get grating to listen to. Like, if, I think I could have seen myself at like 14, 15 really fucking with
0: people. Yeah, I think we're just too old for because,
1: it. Because, well, not only that, it's because like I just felt like heartbreak was the only thing I could express, you know? And it's like, that's what it feels like sometimes. When you're really expressing just one thing over and over again. Yeah for multiple albums by the way cuz peep's message didn't really change that much either.
0: I think I think you're exactly right. It's the message. Yeah. Because are, are we going to front and say we didn't listen to the Carter 1 through 4 and not hear him talk about the same things over and over? Right. But we that's what we wanted to hear. Not
1: only that though, Wayne was doing it in a way that was exciting and also, I mean, Carter we could argue like Carter 2 is a classic. That is Carter's best. Carter 3 is one of the best best mainstream hip-hop projects. I mean, you can't really compare the two. No, I'm
0: just saying, like, artists he talks that have about a, the a same, consistent yeah, message. I'm the shit like, diarrhea. Push a T, like Pusha T. If, <laughs> it's not a push T song if he doesn't talk about slinging coke. Right, right. But again, a,
1: doing it in a way that's, that's creative, that's diverse. It, yeah, it's the same concept every single time. But guess what? Rap, in general, hits the same three, three notes. Money. Cars and hoes, yep. Money, cars and hoes, and it's been doing that. We got
0: money, and- hoes, mm-hmm. money and <laughs> no. hoes. What what Wiz Khalifa <laughs> track is that? Is it Gang Bang with Big Sean? I got money, oh my god, hose. dude,
1: you're pulling like
0: Cabin Fever, but no, you're exactly right, and I just think that's a message that we're not in tune with. Right,
1: and not only that, it's, once you recognize that pattern, there has to be a fun way to do it, like like MF Doom. Mm, food does talk about those things but in a way that's super creative and wild and different and uh, that's what's missing in a lot of modern trap music is like Trippy Red talks about fucking your girl but he literally only says I'm gonna fuck your bitch so why do I care I don't I can't relate to that I don't it's
0: not my bitch so I don't care exactly
1: it's not my bitch I don't have a bitch and that's another thing (laughs) But, but you know what I mean like you and put, say it in a way that's creative.
0: I would have liked to seen where Peep would have ended up because that's the yeah. big argument. There's so many people that say what like if? Peep would have been a legend, and I think in my eyes he is a legend.
1: He yeah he does fit that mold just in regards to his uh, his genre bending and the fact that he did. A lot of people do credit him for inspiring them in some sort of way, and I think that's important.
0: And I mean he was young. He didn't really have a, a huge infrastructure around him, so I think as more people would have gotten on the peep train and said, no, this this kid is special, yeah. I think he would have gotten some bigger looks and maybe would have gotten to do more with his music.
1: Yeah, and shout out to the people who did work on this project because it's, it's, I'm not saying that it's, it's garbage and don't listen to it. It's not that. Um, they did the best that they could with what they were given. Yeah. Uh, again, except for the rich, the kid featured, and... And um, I really wasn't too huge a it's, fan of Gabe. It's
0: just, I think it's very clear, the tracks where it was all, a lot of peep mm-hmm. as far as his vision. Right. And then some, I don't want to say this and sound negative, but the, you could definitely tell the genuine peep from the AI peep, right. if that makes sense. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, it does. We're going to pitch his the vocal to fit this beat. The was
1: all AI peep, whereas this one, I think it does still capture some of his essence. Yeah. And that's really good. And somebody who is coming out with a posthumous release in December is X. Bad vibes forever. I would like to see how that's going to end up in comparison to this one.
0: Yeah, and two. I think I like what like Peep's mom is doing. X's mom has kind of been viewed as I'm just doing this trying to get some money out of it, which yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to talk on that because I, I don't. I don't think I don't know. that's
1: fair because again, you don't really know who else is behind. But the
0: look scenes. at Skins. Yeah. Skins was a good, in my opinion, that was a good posthumous release because a lot of the songs seemed unfinished. A lot of X's music, in general, when he was alive, seemed unfinished. So it seemed to fit more of the mold than the posthumous Peep And the second
1: track, Train Tracks, yeah. is still one That's of, one the, of best the best X songs ever. That's one of the best X songs ever, ever. yeah.
0: Um, it, yeah, it could have been a lot more, I think, had, and, had X. And on this one. may be our... Because the two of us are more into X, X, X than we were to Peep. So I would love to hear what Peep fans think about this. I
1: do, too. And, and again, like I said, I think this is... A, Overall, it's it's constructed well. It's it's satisfying. I think if you're a Peep fan, you will love it. Speaking as somebody who's a casual Peep fan, um, my friend Nemo, who I've spoke spoke to spoke about on the podcast before, um, he was a huge Peep fan. So I really want to get his his thoughts on it. But shout out to Peep. Um, what are you? What are you rating this? I'm gonna
0: give it a five, and and this is kind of my my basis. When I rated these tracks, a lot of them scored around. So the lower ones scored at three. Some of them scored at six. With it being a posthumous album, it's hard. Because like you said, I want
1: to see the documentary too.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems to be that they need to be paired together. Yeah. The only track that really rated high for me was "Moving On" at an eight.
1: Mm.
0: So. It's not for me, and there's been other albums this year that I've given a five because it's not for me. Like I appreciate what they're doing on some of it, but it's just not for me. It's not something that I think I'm gonna go back to.
1: I'll give it a six because of the fact that I would say it's slightly above average in the that I it's it was constructed well. Yeah. But it's not something I'm gonna go back and listen to. And um, rest in peace, to little peep. Uh, I hope that his fans enjoy it, and I'm I'm excited to see the documentary.
0: Yeah, I think and this is a good kind of bridged look at what social media and Instagram if that wasn't around we may not have heard little peep but he also may still be alive because i feel like he kind of got caught up in all that like all the stuff his mom talks about like he just seemed to be like a real down to earth genuine kid that kind of got caught up in this lifestyle
1: i think Xanax is what yeah caught he got caught up in I, I don't i think yes social media pushes an image but it's up to people to whether or not they want to portray that image, to whether or not you wanna fit in. I have so many friends who post pictures of them with their weed stashes. And I always I always send them back the same thing. If you send it to me directly, I always send them back the same thing. Stop stitching on yourself. Yeah. Because if you're if you're really into that kind of stuff, that's fine. I'm not gonna knock anybody's hustle. Like, I, I did some questionable things in college, bro. But regards to drug use but (laughs) um no me too movement here but i didn't go and publicize it and i always told people when i was in those situations take me out that picture delete that picture there's one picture of me where i am gone to the moon gone to the moon gone and (laughs) i told i untagged myself i'm not about i'm not about glorifying any of that stuff have fun do your thing but do it because you want to do it, yeah, not like, because it's the cool like thing if, to do.
0: I, I get, like, sending it, like, if you're, like, you and a friend smoke weed, and you like, oh, dude, check this, check out this hot, what I got, and send it to him. I don't but even do it, that. Put it, me it on on Snapchat, like, on your story. Yeah. Like, gas just came in. Yeah. Hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, cops have Snapchat, too. and Yeah, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> ask you when you sign up for Snapchat. Are you a cop? Right. <laughs> you, have have to, you have to tell me if you're a cop. You
1: have to tell me because I ask. And, um... Peep, I don't think I don't think social media is what killed them. I think people are putting far too much uh, stock into social media's power over people. But in reality, it's it's you at the end of the day. It's you, and you're responsible for your actions. And I don't think peep. I don't think people would want people blaming social media either.
0: No, I just I think that he. Was a, a like I said, he's a, he was a genuine person, I, and that may be why I don't like the album because it just reminds you that he's dead, mm-hmm. and that, and it sounds harsh, but it's true. Like he has a line um, on moving on. He says talking about the, talking about Gothboy Click. He says we got big dreams, like that shit hurt. Like he's literally talking about how he right. wants to do all these big great things for his friends, and now he can't because he his death kind of took that infrastructure away from them. Right. So I think he's a genuine guy. I feel bad every time I hear about Lil Peep or see something about him because of how he was portrayed. Like, as a kid, hearing his mom talk about him, was it was rough mm-hmm. to me. Yeah.
1: Rest in peace to Lil Peep. When we get back, we'll talk about some sneaker releases, and then we'll be talking about a love letter to you for Stay Tuned. Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram at HLHBO. Thank, Thank you all so me, much. Let's get back. Into the episode. Always in a barbershop. shop. Cheeky fai about this. Cheeky fain't about that. My <laughs> boy a BD on fucking Lamron and them. He he. They say they
0: don't be nigga putting on no work. Shut the fuck up. Y'all niggas ain't no shit. All you motherfuckers talking about. Cheeky fai ain't no hitter. Cheeky fain't this. Cheeky fain't. Cheek, Shut the fuck up. Cheeky fain't Cheek Cheek rocking no cool sneakers. No cool sneakers. La Salsa. La a G. What a fucking
1: gangster.
0: We'll, we'll let this ride at a low volume while we do what you're rocking. Yeah, we need to. Uh, what we got this week? So, the only thing I know of this week is uh, the Black
1: Friday dropping of the Yeezys, because I'm a hype beast. That's all I care about. The, the V2s, the black V2s, they're going to sell out again. La Salsa. I wouldn't mind having a pair of the V2 blacks. Me
0: either, dude. Just going there Shout with the, the pirates Wade, probably yeah. has
1: eight pairs by now. Yeah, one for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and two for Sunday. Yeah, motherfucker, always has, always has the Yeezys.
0: Yeah, those Wade, will be, Wade, those will be, please,
1: h- Hard for as a Christmas, bitch to get for Christmas. Hey, buddy, hey, buddy. I'll, I'll pay the, I'll pay the retail, not retail price. You're tripping. Or the Yeechies, those yes. are coming out in December. I really like those.
0: So the designer, Oscar Rosenberg. No mm. no relation to Peter or Paul.
1: Yeah, as far as we know. All
0: right, that's about all for Chief Keefe, because if we keep Keef. listening to Chief Keefe, yeah, I'm going to have to go do drive-bys exactly. later or something. I don't,
1: I don't want to fight Jake in the middle of
0: the That was all the cap. I've never done a drive-by.
1: <laughs> Nobody's concerned that the two, well, one white dude and one Arab dude who sounds like a white dude did any sort of drive-by.
0: In South Carolina. The closest thing I do to a drive-by is a drive through
1: I'll measure your house.
0: Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. But no, I like these a lot. They replaced the Nike check with a shark, and I'm big into marine life.
1: Beautiful, beautiful shoe. Uh, it's just a black SB. I, it is a high top, so that's always kind of a no for me. But if you're into high top shoes, I think this is a great cop.
0: Yeah. Very with some simple. red laces. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the one thing I'm glad that the New York to Paris's came with flat laces. I'm not a big part, like proponent for the round laces that the SBs typically have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It just looks cheap to me, having yeah, old, like, like a whole like, round lace. like, the way they
1: kind of bunch up like that, too, it doesn't look that great.
0: Yeah. Doesn't don't look know, that just great. not for there's me, but I, you can switch them out. I'm sure with the way Nike's doing all these like lace the, packs now, yeah. I'm sure there's more laces in there.
1: I also like the the, um, the apparel that's going to be coming with the shoes, too. They've got some very interesting coats. Yeah,
0: they coming. didn't have a lot of pictures. pictures of the apparel, but it's a bunch of different... It's like the check morphing itself into the shark. Yeah, very so cool. That'll be cool. The What the 4s dropped uh, Saturday. They, Just too many of
1: them yeah. is what happened, but I do think this is still the best What the shoe that I have seen in a long time. I really want a pair. I might try. I bet you these are going to be at the outlets. I could see it. Potentially. The, there's just too many of them. So this is definitely like something to cop.
0: And that one too, on some of discount. the, some of the, what those had too many colors mm-hmm. and to somebody that doesn't know sneakers would be like, this man's wearing mixed match shoes. These right. are subtle enough where you could still wear them together.
1: And they've got every. They've got like, you know, cement threes are there. The Nike Air on the back is, is really cool. The bread four bottoms. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's a, there's a lot to
1: like about the shoe. It was done right. It just too many came out. That's all that
0: happened. Speaking of bread fours, I, I went to Hobby Lobby last night. It's raining. There's just a man walking around with bread fours on in the rain. I mean, I've done it.
1: I've done it. Wear your nice ass shoes in the rain. Nah, bro. It's the ultimate flex.
0: That's the nicest thing. I, a, a couple episodes I talked about the utility. Um, Air Force Ones that I picked up right. for $40 at a resale store. Mm-hmm. Perfect rain shoe. Because mm-hmm. they're like a waterproof rubber on top. They still look clean. I was out there splashing in puddles like a child.
1: <laughs> You're testing out the shoes?
0: Yeah. The uh, Air Jordan 1 Face Tasm came out. Face Tasm is a Japanese, uh, Japanese high fashion label. Um, I was so hyped to get these and forgot all about them I
1: think they're still I mean for 200 that's not bad
0: they sold out really quick um, which most of the stuff that releases on sneakers does but I, I, there's a good chance I wouldn't have gotten them because they sold out literally in like two minutes yeah. but the fact violence. that I did not give myself the opportunity to even get them kind of upset me but whatever
1: cop them on the resale bro
0: okay, I'm, I'm like Ash with the sneakers gotta gotta got, <laughs> got, got them all as <laughs> the sneakers is the little got them that's really it. Not a lot. Oh, Amemeneer is dropping
1: a yeah, Nike the- collab. They're going to be numbered. Uh, it's an it's a Air Force One and then the High. Also yes. The-
0: I like the, the low. Me too. Better. Me too. I think that's the one. Because the High has a strap, doesn't it? And I'm not big with the straps on the Forces. I wasn't
1: personally. big on the strap, but it's kind of coming back.
0: That strap. I, just, I, I have those Air Force Ones that mm-hmm. I wore to prom yeah. in high school. I probably wore them five times since. I just the strap. Something about the strap doesn't look. I don't know. I don't like it. It's not
1: something we grew up on. I think that's more like an eighties, nineties kind of thing. Also, other than that, uh, the Yeezys are going to be coming out
0: in abundance next year. They showed some of the colorways. Honestly, yeah, we gotta buy Kanye all these ranches. He's wanting to buy. Yeah. Which, I had a revelation today while we're talking about that. Okay. As I was out, I had to go to Starbucks and all this place. Also, another revelation I had at Hobby Lobby last night. I literally (laughs) told Tabitha, I said, there are too many people alive. Like there are so many people. I don't mean like I want to do people harm, but there are <laughs> right, right, so right. many. There's people a lot of people on Earth right now. Yeah, it's over seven billion. So I get why Kanye's wanting to like move his whole family to Wyoming and just live off the yeah, land. That's what
1: that's what rich people do. They buy up land so when the inevitable apocalypse happens in all these cities, they're like they're like we're fine. We have fifty
0: acres somewhere else. You know. Yeah,
1: we'll hide out there. Which is why I'm buying land in Oconee County. Y'all won't even see me the No, at. no,
0: you got to pick somewhere else because that place is blowing up. Oh, really? They're, they're building houses out there like it's nothing. Yeah, I might have to go to
1: Wyoming, too. Yeah. I might go to Wyoming.
0: I can't do all that. Slow. Let's get
1: an HLH ranch. Yeah, let's think, start saving. Of. Let
0: us come to the, to the easy ranch. Yo,
1: let's start saving up and just buy the ranch next door.
0: Yeah, pay, we already talked about Patreon. Patreon's <laughs> dropping next week, so <laughs> give us money so we can live <laughs> off the grid.
1: Help! Help us! Help you! Everybody who's on the Patreon, y'all come stay with us.
0: This is hooks lines and hip hop is really just a fire festival scam. We're gonna build this fan base, <laughs> buy a ranch, and then you'll never hear from us. Never again. hear
1: from us again. Yeah. Not another episode or nothing.
0: Yeah, we'll disappear like Dave Chappelle, but with the money.
1: With the money, we're taking. I hate, that I,
0: I hate that I shit on Dave Chappelle twice in two episodes. But you know thing.
1: what? That 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 special, though, go watch yeah. that shit if you haven't. Yes. Sticks and stones. So, very what
0: you funny. rocking today? I know you came from work. Work
1: so. gear. <laughs> That's it. I don't even know. These are those Nikes that you buy at like Dick's Sporting Goods, and they don't, don't really know have that. a model number. Yeah, yeah. These are grass-cutting shoes. And um, they're still surprisingly clean, though. Keep a lot of traction, you know? Shout out. All right. Nikes and um, Supreme hat. I keep the pretty mommy no. though.
0: I know. Those would look fire with the Travis 6s Mm-hmm.
1: They would. Maybe you could... Maybe I'll let you get that fit off. For I don't for have
0: most. the Sixes, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. Not the Sixes. Well, no. you
1: can wear them with the ones. Nah, what they're brown. Oh, that's I brown. guess
0: you could go, like, all-Earth Tone. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can pull it off. So, I got on a... I feel... I, I cheated on a Carhartt today and wore a Dickies pocket tee.
1: Where do you get these tees at? This the, one... The G.
0: Um, let's just call it the G. Yeah, the G. It is the G? Yeah the G. Okay. Um, we're not I got on up the, the spot the platinum Fear God Mox. Shout out the
1: black. We were talking about the black moccasins are on sneakers right now for 170. A little too much to pay for that shoe, but I kind of I kind of want
0: it. Yeah, you kind of burst my bubble when you came in today <laughs> and said like, "Hey, they're out. They re- they restocked them. They're 170." And I was like, "Did I pay 170 for those platinums?" You were like, I and I had to go. I, <laughs> I, I literally logged into the, my sneakers app and like scrolled through my purchases, and I sure did. Yeah, that's okay. I. I like these shoes a lot. When I got them, I was like, I'm not really going to wear them. I just want something to fear God. And then I wore them and I was like, they're comfortable. And we talk, I've talked about this several times. Like the fearless blues. I want something that a lot of people don't have. Mm -hmm. Like if there's something like, I showed you those Peach Proto Max. Yeah. Like those are ugly. Trash. I like them and I know a lot of people don't like them and don't have them. Mm -hmm. And in five years when I'm rocking them, like,
1: Bro, what are those? You know what well, that literally? Happened with, what are those? That happened to me with the with the the all red Jordan fives. Yeah, I hate that shoe. I immediately regretted buying it after I left the store. Even the people behind the register were like, "Somebody said you got somebody to buy a pair of those," and I was like, "Yo, dude, I'm right here and I haven't swiped my card yet." And I it's something.
0: Swiped. It's something about red. I bought a pair of these. Yeah. I think they were like. Etnies. They weren't like the big bulky skate shoes. They look more like a Vans shoe. Yeah. Some somewhere for like $25. I was like, oh, I like that. I'll get them mm-hmm. warm once. Yeah. Red is just so, like, it's too flashy for me. It's
1: And it's also just kind of hard to wear in general, but for me, I follow, like, uniform guidelines. <laughs> so, like, I have, like, a, a polo shirt with the red horse. Boom. Perfect. And yeah. then with some denim or with some khakis, you know, I, I make it work. Yeah. It's also got 3M on the, on the tongue, which... I guess it looks kind of good for pictures.
0: Yeah, well, three M's on everything now. Yeah, like we said last week, three M condoms. Three M. That's coming soon. Yeah. Trade HLH. HLH L H, three M condoms.
1: You get them at the ranch.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, let's jump into Trippy Red's "A Love Letter
0: to You" for. (sighs) Mm. My uh, well, I'll tell you my first impression listening through it. Yeah. Tell me. I sent it in our group text you can't put out all your good songs as singles mm-hmm. and expect that to carry the album for you because mm-hmm. I think both of us genuinely liked the three tracks that came out as yes. singles very yeah. much. Like I played the shit out of those.
1: I, I really like the song uh, with the baby a lot. Um, Death, Death with the Baby. I, th- I think that hits hard. And I will say that, that one and the Grinch are right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I peaked y'all, but the Grinch is fire. The Grinch is, is very, very hard. It's, it's probably the only track that I liked really really enjoyed
0: it's the perfect transition to yeah. death because it's just such a hype song and, it, and unfortunately like I have mentioned with Beach is Better off of Jay-Z's Can play album play that a little bit I just want to hear it cause the, the such a good song that it's so short but it just paints the picture for death mhm it does
1: and also just the he comes in kind of quiet which I like yeah that was a little different life's like a motherfucking trailer yeah, <sighs> put my dick in your bitch pants. Yeah, fucking someone else. He's always fucking someone bitch. Yeah, hold
0: up, let me pop my seat. Pussy nigga talking, we gon' leave him in a ditch.
1: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That's
0: that's going in the gym rotation. It hit my. I think it's in my 2019 list. If it's not, it should be. It is. It's in mine. But Jesus, remember the energy that. Takashi brought to polls. Yeah, imagine Takashi like that same energy. The two of them on a track like that. Yeah,
1: well, Takashi now. I mean, he brings a lot of energy to the courtroom. You know, he's always <laughs> snitching with with
0: enthusiasm. There's
1: nobody who's snitching
0: harder than Takashi. We talked about it in our group message that Trippy, I think, is is reaching for streams. I think that's probably why he put out the best singles as singles or the best tracks as singles. Guys,
1: if you were in that group chat, the amount, the anger that was coming through those text messages for me, it was serious. But the more I listened to it, the more that anger just kind of transformed into indifference because Jake really put it the best was the, the singles were really good. And then the rest of the album doesn't live up to that. No. And there are still hints of exclamation mark on this album. As much as people, as much as trippy diehard fans are trying to trick themselves into thinking that this is him back, it's not by any means, I don't think it's even close. It doesn't hold a candle to to three or two or one for that matter.
0: I don't think it holds a candle to any of those. And that's part of the problem with doing series albums.
1: It's also the problem with putting out too much music in a short amount of time. Like at first, I mean, there was a point where Trippy Red did hit his stride, where it was like a love letter to you two, um, the life's a trip, well, it was and then a love letter like to you three. How
0: artists used to utilize Datpiff and live mixtapes.
1: No, no, remember Future? He had that. He had that span where it was like those five mixtapes. And it was super hard. And then he had Dirty Sprite too super hard. And then after that it was just like yeah. And it's been a it's been a decline ever since. And that's what I think is happening to Trippy Red, where it was like it was like it's like a roller coaster where he was coming up, 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 up and this big fucking drop when exclamation mark dropped. And, and if
0: you tell him that you're yeah, instantly he, wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, fuck you. You just don't... You're, if you're not here for the new
0: sound, you can go fuck yourself. And also... And there's better ways... And I agree with that to an yeah. extent, but there's better ways of saying that. Like Jay-Z said, if you don't like my old shit, go bump the old album. Like, yeah. all he had to say was, if you don't, you don't like, like it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, if there's a universal dislike towards your album, as an artist, you have to admit, hey, maybe, maybe what I was trying to do didn't come through well.
0: Yeah, you're not a... I mean... Trippy Red is in the mainstream. he is in the spotlight. He's not like an Earl who can do an alternative album to the sound that you maybe used to do and if an Earl is one that if you are not with it, you're not with it. he doesn't appeal to be liked right that's not what trippy that's not his lane like no. he's a superstar
1: mm-hmm. and you're you're at this point you're making pop rap tracks, so don't try and tell me that you're this like trying to do something individual, different. yeah, and also. Um shout out to Chris. He commented on the HLH post saying this was very mushy gushy and meaning that it's yeah. kind of a sappy album.
0: I'm tired of love songs, but here's an album. Here's of...
1: twenty love songs. Yeah. And also, let's talk about that intro. That intro
0: is fucking cringe. And, to, and and he named it after his girlfriend. Well, I don't remember her last name. She's a rapper too. Lee Ray something. I think it's o, it starts with the O is her last name.
1: This is what I wrote. Narcissistic ramblings about he has to have love to take care of him with a boring ass guitar in the background. And also, again, trying to do what X did with the whole, like, let me talk before my album starts. Yeah. You know? And then using X... Uh, he did an Instagram post that is, was already really famous about him talking about how he's not really searching for love anymore, and that may be selfish.
0: And well, look, you start track number two. Who needs love? And then mm-hmm. two tracks later, we did you would love me. Yeah, I wish it,
1: that you would we love in me. the
0: group text we talked about how hypocritical. Some of the, the stuff was. And
1: also, if you're going to talk about all this infidelity... Oh, there are a lot of uh, cringe lines on here. Let me eat that kitty, baby, hello. That was off of... Um, that was off of uh, This Ain't That. Yeah. Which, Lil Mosey... Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Genuinely, whoever, whoever you paid to get you onto the fucking 2019 list, the, the fucking freshman class goodbye yeah never do i want to hear lil mosey music i will not review an album i will not listen to a single the only reason why i listened to it is because it was on this when, album
0: when we talked about He's that fucking list fucking
1: trash when we dude. talked about
0: that list we said that lil mosey and yk osiris are probably yeah. the two that didn't deserve it and i i have heard some yk osiris He's tracks come around. That I, I don't say that i like but when i hear it it doesn't put me off. Lil Mosey puts me off.
1: And also YK Osiris can sing. Yeah. At least I mean like, you know, as well as like people. I like his track on
0: the babies album. Okay. Um yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Six Kiss because I like that and you and you and Mikel did not really care too much for that.
1: The only thing I like was the usage of the sonic sound in the beat. The
0: the sampling in the instrumental was that was cool,
1: but Juice World half just like half ass comes on virgin ass and words. It was it was again just con- talking about fucking your bitch. YMW Melly was it felt like a freestyle. It was just very boring. Um oh oh Juice World did say bullets like Twitter they follow them. You don't like that? It's okay. It's okay. I it's think it's than, one of those more Hello lines.
0: Kitty line. Yeah. <laughs> Juice yeah. World also did say uh <laughs> it says funny how you pussy, but you've never been inside one right. I like that. The
1: the thing that I liked was well, they had that track on the Love Letter to you three, TR666. Yeah. That was way better than this, than this
0: track. So Well, and to be fair, I think we talked about Juice World's transcendence. I think he's a little past Trippy Red at this point. Like at this point, I, like listen, this point, I, I think, think you said it was half assed. I, yeah. I, I, I can kind of agree with that. Yeah. Like I think, you know, I was like, okay, I don't have to give my Like it
1: words. wasn't memorable. I think Juice World, like I've said, I love that his album that he
0: put out this year, Death Race for Love. Uh, That one's going to be... That's a top ten. Yeah, for me... I look at Juice Mm -hmm. WRLD's features now, kind of how Travis's are. Like, Mm -hmm. you're excited to hear him, but you know know it's not going to be quality of his album.
1: Very true. I could see that. Um, The the track... I want to go back a little bit. I think one of the...
0: And Melly shouldn't be putting putting out verses about murder, to be fair.
1: He can't talk about anything else. That's the problem. He's incriminating himself every time the judge goes, God damn it, Melly! And then he goes... I and don't know. And what he outed about. himself
0: about buying fake jewelry. He hasn't <laughs> lied. Jeweler he finesse. He hollowed them. That means <laughs> you got finessed at some point.
1: Bro. You know who else used to do that? Me. Uh, well, yeah.
0: Yeah, I got finessed mm-hmm.
1: one time. at but a But the Migos, kiosk too. You oh yeah, get finessed at the kiosk, bro. Y'all
0: were straight up making a trade. No, I got finesse. <laughs> you in got hindsight. two chains for the price of one. <laughs>
1: He I guys, thought I was getting a
0: deal, oh but everybody gets that deal. Yeah,
1: burn. bro. But you know what? The that brick squad chain Hard we're, as the well. fuck mm-hmm. we're the fuck out of that. We're the fuck um, out of that. Till the end of time. What did you think of that song? More
0: crooning. <laughs>
1: so bad. The disco beat. It was such a weird choice for Trippy. And again. It's him doing what he did on an exclamation mark that everybody hated, which was like throwing stuff on the wall and seeing what sticks.
0: I don't think he has good guidance. I don't think mm-hmm. the label is, is too involved on in what he's doing. I think they appreciate the fact that he's a studio rat and he does make a lot of music. In mm-hmm. the last two albums, as your kind of phrase, they're a la carte. Yeah. Like, take what you want, and the rest is... I don't think there's emphasis on making a whole album anymore. I think it's more... And that's kind of industry-wide.
1: He said he's gonna put out a deluxe version of this album. What, what
0: is he gonna cut tracks off?
1: <laughs> is that what makes it deluxe? Because if so, then I'm all for it. But he was talking, and and Trippy Red has this does this annoying fucking thing on Instagram where he's like, if I get 30 million comments, I'll drop a music video. He doesn't do that. He does it for engagement. He does that to drive to drive up hype. For no reason, nine times out of ten, nothing fucking happens.
0: You think that's part of, and it's kind of the same. It's different. It's not music. That's kind of how why Instagram is maybe not letting you see likes anymore mm. because it's kind of fake.
1: Yeah, it is fake, and and um, the the thing about this album too is Trippy was somebody that in the beginning I saw him as very diverse. I saw his voice as something that stylistically was was different. He had he brought a lot to the table. He has some very weird and interesting concept songs like like Hellboy, and um, and Topanga. Even like mm-hmm. yes, that's a pop song, but there's there's a lot to it. The visuals are really exciting.
0: Wish mm-hmm. is another one.
1: Wish is oh, wish is still one of my favorites. His version, not Diplo's shit version that he put out. With that, with that uh, colorblind song with uh, Zan, yeah, who that nobody gives a shit about, um, but you look at these last two projects, and really all it is is Trippy Red taking what people know him for, that some that screaming, even the 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 cadence of his flow is the same on the tracks, it's just him trying to bottle that for twenty one songs. And make the same song twenty
0: one times. He's you ever seen the video of the She's guy? strict
1: of all the originality. He had. The best
0: boy, the best buy employee explaining the difference in sauce and juice. He's uh-huh. saying like, juice in the fridge it expires. Uh huh. But so, like sauce, you have got sauce in there that like ketchup lasts forever. Right. I think Trippy Red's kind of lost in the sauce. Trip- I think. Does he have do juice? You. Yes. I think he's very talented, but I think he's gotten kind of lost in himself right. and the hype around him.
1: And also, when something works as well as it did, like for him, like I think a love letter to you three really was the turning point, where it was like, oh shit, I could make pop songs. Like people are really gravitating to this, but it wasn't because he was trying to make a pop song. I think it was just like it happened. There are some artists who get like a hit and it happens. Future was somebody who was making trap music. People gravitated to where it it exploded. He brought a sound. Uh, I think before it was like Trippy was making the sound that's going to blow up. Now he's just riding the wave. And 21 tracks of this, every single time it was less and less important, less and less exciting of a listen. You start hearing the same, I'm going to fuck your bitch, 18 times, 18 tracks. Think about how many times he uses the phrase, I am. He's only talking about himself. Yeah. There's there's nothing here. That's another thing.
0: Getting lost in your persona online, I think, is part of it. Also, let me let me
1: say this to you, Jake, and tell me, does this sound like somebody that you would want to even be associated with? Give me your soul. I want to love you from the flesh to your bones. Like, that just felt, That feels so cultish, and it's
0: just, like, unhealthy. Yeah. I think it has, it's kind of like fake deep mm-hmm. to me it is it is fake deep that
1: is an, another big thing about this album
0: uh another
1: thing that i i really hated all for me with smoke perp
0: i was kind of excited for that and it was a letdown because i it, like smoke perp
1: what is smoke perp what drugs is smoke perp on now that he thinks singing is a good idea because he was doing it on his on his last project that he released too yeah and that was terrible um RMP was was really redundant. Oh um, Also, if anybody else said this they would get a lot of shit for it. I'm in China. So, you know, I'm bowling with my chiggas Yeah, we're we're doing that now. We're saying chiggas.
0: Thanks, Rich Brian.
1: Thanks, Rich Brian Fuck man, like that was M's too. That was the track with uh, Lil Yachty and Pierre Bourne. Pierre Bourne (laughs) is tone-deaf as fuck and he's put out multiple projects. He's one of the best producers. But what the fuck is that Go, track?
0: It's the same as the Ronnie J tape. Yeah. Like Ronnie J, great producer, but a shit rapper.
1: Yeah, and there were some Pierre Bourne songs that I actually did life like off of Life of Pierre 4. But that feature was trash. Lil Yachty calling himself a million dollar n-word, which... <laughs> When was the last time Lil Yachty made a million dollars? It's been a minute, and you're honestly on the way out. Nobody even talks about you anymore.
0: No, oh, and he's a he's million-dollar N-word from endorsements, not yeah, a
1: Sprite. Exactly. He got, tr- he got a Target commercial that yeah. immediately got pulled down. Um, can You Rap Like Me Part 2?
0: let down from the first.
1: Huge. And also, uh, eat an itty-bitty cock. That was
0: said. Hey. hey, I'd rather you say eat an itty-bitty cock than ever say wiener.
1: It, say say suck a tiny dick or something like itty bitty what are you talking about
0: an itty bitty cock
1: <sighs> fuck that man it was so
0: this annoying. is annoying. I don't some of these like no name features I could have done without like just take that shit off take the Lil Yachty track off
1: um sickening with Tory Lanez it was sickening I'm the shit and no it ain't no biggie huh huh rambling. That was Tory Lanes by the way. And and also he he was trying to sound like Trippy. They have no chemistry at all. I never want to hear Tory Lanes and Trippy Red do a song together again. Terrible. I know I'm just jumping around, but there was
0: there there's was not a just, lot of good
1: things to say about this outside no. of the singles. Yeah. Um and and you know, really I, at times I've always been like there's, there's sometimes where the first half of an album is rough, but the second half is better. Or maybe I like the bottom half of an album more than the top half. This is all nondescript. Like, you won't remember these songs two months from now. No. There's not, there's not even a breakout single on here.
0: Let's be honest. No, like, really, Death is probably the only one, and that's really because da of Baby, the way DaBaby's on.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and as long as da baby's name has, has value, that song has value. Because when you go back, it's not even the best da Baby feature we've heard. No. It's just, it's serviceable, and it's a a good, it's a a hard song. I still like it. Even The Grinch, like, that's not a, it's too short even to really be, like, a single. You know what I mean?
0: Like, I I added that to my 19 list, and Mm -hmm. I think that in, like, a few years, if I go back to that list, like, I'll be hyped to hear that, but it Mm -hmm. won't trigger me to go back to listen to this. No. And that's the purpose of my list, to me. Like, I'm putting some of my favorite tracks, so maybe... In a few months or a few years, I'll hear this and go back and be like, okay, let me go back and listen to this album. And then I can say, okay, maybe I got this wrong. Right, right. But right. I don't, this, that's not going to happen with this. No,
1: and, and again, I'm somebody who has been, we both have. We've been following Trippie's career for a long time. I've praised his albums countless times. He wants to shit on fans who don't agree with his exclamation mark. He wants to try and promote this using the love letter to you, Sort of name I it he bigger than to it is. With the, he needs to take a break, and I think just recalibrate and find he, out what kind of music he wants to make.
0: I do think he's an artist. I think that he, there, there have been points in full albums that we enjoy, so he can mm-hmm. focus on making something in a whole. Right. But like I don't, like I said, I don't think there's guidance. There's not anybody saying, hey, this is not trippy red.
1: And not only that, it's also when you're doing, like I said, when you're putting out too much music, there is something, there is such a thing as
0: that. like. And you don't... Give yourself time. You don't really see him out with other people. No. And that's why I think some of these, when you see the, some of these features, you automatically don't have chemistry because we've never seen you out together or doing things. He just seems like he just stays inside and makes music.
1: Also, with the way you can just send audio files back and forth and you have an engineer and just plug y'all in together, I really do think that being in the studio together creates better music. Oh, absolutely. uh, um, Run the Jewels is a perfect example of that. Killer Mike and LP, I'm sure, could still make a fantastic album if they sent stuff. But there is like a timing. There is like, okay, Killer Mike has this part that has like a minute and 40 of this song, so I'm going to come in with the other half of it. You do need that, like, back and forth, I think, to create a genuine, like, connection.
0: Examples of that is when Kanye scraps a verse because Tyler inspired him to write a better verse. Right. Example of that. The Revenge of the Dreamers. The fact that a lot of those people were in the studio together. If you watch the documentary, there's a point where Jid's like, no, 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 I gotta rewrite this. Give me, like, ten minutes. And he leaves the studio, goes, sits out like on a couch where everybody's together, writes his verse, comes back in. Mm-hmm. Like it honestly, like the... It makes you want to step up. Like iron sharpens iron. Like mm-hmm. that's the, that's really, that's true. When you're in the studio, it inspires you to do better.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. What were your, what were your favorite tracks?
0: The, the three singles. So Love Me More, um, Death, and Who Needs Love. I mm-hmm. like those three a lot. I like Six Kiss personally. That's fine. I It's, I like it's the one Grinch, of the
1: higher ranked songs.
0: But though. that's, that's really about it.
1: Yeah, for me, it's The Grinch, um, Death, and um, Love Me, Love Me More. And um, that's it.
0: I mean, I, I'm going to listen to the next one, but I can say I'm not as excited for it as I've been for... Like, I was excited to listen to this, mm-hmm. and then when it came out, like I said, you, you can't put an album out and the only thing being talked about is your three singles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, what What are you giving it? It's really – it's got to be under a five because I don't like half the album. Yeah. It's a four.
1: I'm giving it a three. I just – I was really disappointed. And, again, other than The Grinch, there's not really anything new being done here. And you've kind of
0: driven this – Well, there is the the disco track, but it's (laughs) booty. It's not –
1: yeah, exactly. Disco died. That's the joke. (laughs) Do we not believe it? Also, I've never – quoted this many bad trippy verse lyrics before. And and I wasn't even really like sitting writing them down. If I were sitting and writing them down, I would have I would have oh, I'm there's sure I would have came up with a book. Yeah. I'm sure I would have came up with a book. But there's a ton of cringe on here. Uh that Laray single that or that Larae intro is a fucking yeah. narcissist rambling.
0: You can't, you can't call out a an ex by name in a track yeah. and what happens if you work it out? Mm -hmm. Like, are you going to go delete that track?
1: Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I hope Trippy Red just kind of takes some time off and tries to find his sound. But chances are this is streaming really well, and he's just going to keep going down this derivative pop rap path. Yeah. And I'm not for it. Jake's looking up the writing prompt right now as we speak. What are you skeptical of, and why? Oh. (laughs) Why are you asking me that, dude? That's what what was in the book. Um, I think... I mean, the only thing I would say I'm, like, skeptical of is uh, who's running, who's really behind our democracy. Yeah. You know, like...
0: I money. Don't, money, yeah, And that, I think that's money. that's the truest answer. But the the fact is trying to track that and see who it is is impossible.
1: And who killed Jeffrey Epstein.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm skeptical of. What about you? I, I think that news. Mm-hmm. Because of, we've talked about it, how... You, it's just like music. You subscribe to your own scene, and there's a lot of people that are talented that maybe you don't see because of how in-tuned you are to what you're in-tuned to, but news is the same way. It's so user-driven, and you only see the news that you want to see.
1: And also, news lately, has they've been showing a lot of stuff that turned out to be fake. There's a lot of misinformation. Things aren't corrected. We've talked about that before as well. Uh, it does feel like the news is being like, Used as a propaganda machine. Also, a ton of people sharing false articles on social media doesn't help. And let's
0: be fair. I think that it's always been that way. But now we see it because everybody has a phone. So you've got spectators of whatever news story they're talking about that got it on camera. And you're seeing civilian footage Mm -hmm. 100% discrediting what you're seeing on the news. Exactly. And that's what's brought the light to dishonesty i animals. like that
1: i like that i didn't even i mean i thought about that but the way you put it, it is really that is a good
0: point because before they were the only ones with the cameras right and now the civilians have cameras and we've seen the strife that that's caused between communities and cops right but it's happening all over
1: it's also like the i mean the fact that so much footage just gets out
0: there like, like doing stuff that you don't want to see is out do we even definitively know how many people showed up for trump's inauguration Because I've seen pictures of that whole place packed out, and we saw the pictures of nobody.
1: Right, right. And also, that goes into whatever narrative you want to push is what's going to be used. So maybe a Fox News person sees that packed out arena of people and is like, that's my president. And then the person who subscribes to... (laughs) I like the accent (laughs) you threw on there. And then the person who watches CNN looks at that and goes like... Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, it's. You know they or there's like what you see. See. nobody likes him. Uh, yeah, it, you create your own reality at this point. Yeah, <laughs> choose your own reality. That's where we're living at this point. So I'm skeptical of, of everything.
0: Yeah, and so that's what that causes. That just yeah. and that's why like when you and I talk about like conspiracies mm-hmm. and my my dad is big into this, that as well. Me and
1: your and dad. And I have to
0: tell him like. <laughs> Look, I'm not discrediting what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but as you get deeper and deeper into this, it'll get to the point where you're afraid to go outside.
1: And you're right. And that's also another thing, what you have to understand about conspiracy theories, as somebody who was, I will say, has like a doctorate in conspiracy theories, um, and not a doctorate in anything else, but (laughs) has a doctorate in conspiracy theories, at some point you kind of have to rein it back in and go, hang on, not all this stuff is lies. There are facts out there that I need to check that a lot of this stuff could be easily disproven. Don't don't get caught in your own echo chamber is what we're saying.
0: Yeah, because it, it is a slippery slope. It is. And it then is. you end up being the the guy next door that wears tinfoil on his head.
1: Yeah, well, that's, or that's what why you'd be you portrayed have, as. That's also why you have people who go out and commit atrocities because, you know, they're, like, committing mass shootings for Trump. Or, or you have, like, a Bernie Sanders supporter who goes out
0: and shoots oh, people. I mean, you right? had the kid, the was it Parkland mm-hmm. and he had like all those videos that he put on social media or he had on his phone that they found of him like planning this right and he had all these like ideologies that, as to how he justified what he was going to do yeah
1: that that it was the incel he was yeah, yeah he was talking about he was really big in that form and and they
0: they made him into like a hero mm-hmm. after go after he committed what he did if if you're kind of interested in this if you go watch american horror story cult a lot of these themes you see And these people, same thing with news, they know what is going to manipulate viewers.
1: And also, the news is always trying to get an emotional response out of people. Always remember that, too. If you hear something, your first instinct is usually outrage, sadness, or happiness. It's all trying to hit your limbic system. The important thing is to not jump the gun and really just let the news story pan out. Because in reality, a lot of the shit you see on the news is not affecting your day-to-day life directly and i know that about like you know global warming and caring about the world around you and understanding everything that's going on being informed yes but there is a point now where we're just being bombarded with information all the time and you're not being informed you're stressing yourself out
0: yeah so if you're not watching a news about a school shooting it's the your local news or your local zoo's koala bear baby being born right exactly you said it's happiness sadness and that's that's it
1: that's it it's very if it, it very
0: bleeds great. it leads Ooh. that's the that's been the the quote about the news forever if it yeah. bleeds it leads and that's the truth for sure for sure all right jake anything play else out yeah so on, go listen to millennial mastermind Please we're, gonna, do. we're gonna play a track with both of us oh. on here <laughs> you bike. That's on my Snapchat. i love you but i hate
1: you at the same fucking time if i see you on a bike i then when I see you off but sorry,
0: flip you over here. That's all I'm saying. Fuck cyclists. I'm here with rides on 10-speed everywhere, guy. Sir, why are you riding your 10-speed in the rain? I don't mind. Little drizzle never hurt anybody. call me his back. I'm coming for next. I got the rack. I'm coming for checks. No cologne. It's steady sex. Ice on my neck. Dollars pickets. You call it drip. I call it sim. Bars all week. Blow his limp. That's cat.
1: That's cat. I'll be honest with you, guys. cat. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it sounds good. Satire. <laughs> You've been getting, I've been getting a lot of positive responses. Not just about Fuck Cyclists, just the entire project in general. Like I've been saying, I've been telling Jake for like six months, you really outdid yourself. Very proud of you. I love that the genre is trash, by the way. <laughs> Boy rap, <laughs> all right, guys. Thank y'all so much for listening. When we come back, we'll be talking about not this episode. When we come back for our next episode, probably be talking about Action Bronx.
0: Broncelino, Broncelino.
1: Y'all stay tuned. Have a great one. Peace.
0: Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support. And until next time, safe.